Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Nothing. Ah, he's being dudes here on the draft. Absolutely nothing. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. Hello. We're from the Draft Network. Chris Schubert floating around in Arizona with a hoodie on in the middle of summer. He's Psychopath. a producer. We're all from the Draft Network. We're brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all your sports news and now he's wagering information. They've got it all: NFL, football's futures, Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA, combat sports, golf, esports. Is that it? Game betting, anything That's all? you want. No, Vegas casino games too. Oh, uh, all right, check bet. it out. Super easy to use website on your desktop, your mobile device. Use our welcome code, our promo code. You get a welcome bonus, 50% welcome bonus. When you use our promo code, believe that's B L E A V five zero it's bet online and it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy national chicken wing day to you. Chicken wing, chicken wing, chicken and macaroni. Remember when that song was a TikTok thing for like, three weeks and I never forgot it. I hope you, I hope anybody who's a TikTok consumer knows what I'm talking about, because if not that song, that's actually, that's not true. That's not the first time that song has come up on the podcast. I know that for a fact, because Chris was upset that I did like the uh, copyright violation by playing it off my phone one time. And he had to cut that out. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which time that you've played a TikTok song on the show. You could be referencing because you do it like once every three months. So, well, don't tempt fate. It is a Friday and we're feeling loose here on draft dudes. Uh, The sweatshirt takes the sweatshirt is because I have the air and I, that's what I ran and and checked while you're doing the intro. I have the air set to 76 here in the house. So it's a little cooler in the house today uh, because I look. What is wrong with you? 76. It's a little cold. It's 76. Brother. Get that thing down to 70 and live your life. That's a, it's very expensive here when it's 110 outside and you have to cool the house down to 70, okay? You can't sit we here gotta, and possibly justify you wearing a sweatshirt in the middle of July in Arizona and then come back and tell us house. that you have the air conditioner set at 76. Listen, you sell me you sell some Are more you sponsorships a lizard? For, you sell more sponsorships for draft dudes and that air will go down to 70. Are you okay? a reptile? I would be like I'd be like a white goodman in dodgeball at the end with just the wife beater and a box of chicken fried chicken on my stomach sweating like a slob if it was 76 degrees in my right. house. I, there'd be no sleeves on me. 0% chance. That's what's cool what's in here? What is the ball that you have in your hand, Chris? And what's I going a, on here? I have a Nerf football. Okay. And I found it the other day in the house. So I'm just carrying it around. I, I'm, I'm doing the running back drill. I'm just he's, walking around the house. The I'm prepared. For football season. If anybody goes to, to swipe it, I'm ready to go. Takes on takes, guys. We got a lot of takes today. Hey, real, real quick, before we go to takes on takes, sure. can I, 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 no, I want to give you a wee woo and it's content related. So it's, it's good. You're going to tell me that DK Metcalf's not a contract extension. Is that your wee woo? Well, no, that's not my wee woo. My wee woo is that the draft network is going to be dropping after our staff meeting today the TDM 100 watch list, which I'm very excited for. I'm trying to I'm trying to think. I think the pod will be out before the list comes out, so I think this will work. But there's a good chance the list is out before the pod gets out. Well, no pressure, Chris. But uh, after our staff meeting today, uh, we're taking the top 200 players that are done through regional scouting, and it's going to be in tiers. So it's it's like your tier one players, your tier two players, your tier three players, your tier four players, and um, 
it's listed alphabetically by last name. So it doesn't, doesn't give you too much of an insight as far as like what the TDM 100 is going to look like, because that's still fluid because we have to do cross checks, but today is the end of our regional scouting chapter. And we wanted everybody to kind of have like a, something that represented our opinions through regional scouting on the best prospects eligible for this year's class without putting out a set of rankings that they, we were then going to intern in four weeks, turn on its head and release a completely different set of rankings that had everybody's opinions on it. And then as compared to the regional scout only, which is where we're at right now. And uh, I'm pretty excited because they're all going to have scouting reports linked and it's going to be this nice big thing that we can share 200 players. I snuck a couple guys in that made the top 200 on the short list for today. Uh, for the last day, I did six players for today. So yeah, it's, it's good. So takes on takes takes on, on takes. Friday. You're on a Friday. Fontel <laughs> sends in a take Fontel, that I think back. is a great way to start because he's coming in hot. Fontel, listen, you did this to yourself. I didn't do this. You sent in the take. If one of the Bears or Jags finishes with at least a bottom two record, Fields or Lawrence will be on another team before the 2023 mm. draft. Absolutely not. No, I don't think I don't I don't think that'd be the case at all. I mean, it's their two seasons each with two respective offenses and play callers. And I think everybody kind of understands what their situation is. And I think those teams didn't invest that much to punt on those teams after two years. Right. Like I you've seen players. There's nothing that could happen. If Daniel Jones could survive what Daniel Jones has survived to make it to year four, you can't convince me that Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, who's a better quarterback, no matter how bad the situation is, would be out after just year two. Darnold made it to year three, right? With the Jets. Yes. Can't confirm. Yeah, can't confirm. And he was confirmed not good. I'm seeing ghosts out there. Um, a take from Justin Smith, and he has confirmed in the DMs not the NFL player. He did confirm it this week for me. He said, PS not, I am not the NFL player, Justin Smith. I, I think people are lower on Davis mills. Couldn't be this podcast. Houston has done him no favors by surrounding him with no talent. Could be only second behind Lawrence with a better roster for second year QBs potential to be a middle pack quarterback. Now I'm going to pull up the grading the situations thing that we did to see where Uh we had Davis mills. Well, Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I mean, Davis Mills was a big-time <clears throat> recruit who started 11 games at Stanford, right, and came to the NFL as a third-round pick by Houston, was inserted into an awful scenario, and was the second-best rookie quarterback last year, right? Like, he had a pulse uh, in a really, really difficult situation. And so I am not going to dismiss that Davis Mills can't be a serviceable NFL quarterback in the NFL. And I think there's a lot for us to still learn about him and who he is as a player. Yes. Uh, he, he was the second worst quarterback that we rate, we rated amongst the 2022 group. Justin Fields was lower, low, was so, lower than him for both of you. Phrasing is important here. Second worst situation. Yeah. Second worst situation. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is the, is the premise of the take, right. Of about him being a, a 
solid. Right. Him, him being better than the environment is probably going to allow him to showcase himself. To me. Speaking of ranking young quarterbacks, Dolphins crazy in the Discord. By the way, if you're not a TDM Premium what member do? and you're not in the Discord, what are you doing? Sign up. My join God. us over in the Discord. It's Friday. There's a football Friday coming your way. We did happy hour last night. It got a little wild in there talking about some stuff. We have conversation. You can share your takes. It's fun. We talk football. We talk video games. We talk all sorts of stuff in there. In five years, the 2021 drafts quarterback rankings will be Justin Fields, one Trevor Lawrence, two Zach Wilson, three Davis Mills, four Trey Lance, five and Mac Jones, six. Do we have any level of understanding collectively of, as to what these players are to like, side with any order of these players at this point. Like, I feel like we couldn't have come out of last year with less of an understanding of who these players are. And I've recently went back and watched Trevor Lawrence's rookie season and Justin Fields's rookie season. Obviously very familiar with Mac Jones. I've seen a lot of Davis Mills. Did you enjoy that process? I enjoyed the process because it was good to look at a team through that lens, you know, at that point of where they're at and in how difficult it was. I would say, especially coming fresh out of watching Trevor Lawrence is everything for that offense was hard. Like nothing came easy. Nobody's getting so, open. Protection's not consistent. They don't run the ball consistently. What, what do we know biggest, about these players? What was your biggest takeaway from each player? My biggest takeaway from Justin Fields is that my goodness, the tools are special, right? And that gets me really excited. He does some high level stuff. That's not, not everybody can do. For Trevor Lawrence, I appreciated his toughness and how, you know, like you you try to put yourself in that quarterback shoes and say, okay, what maybe could he have done differently? And there wasn't many times where I was like, hey, man, I don't think your eyes were in the right spot or I don't think you went to the right place with the football. I just felt like you just didn't have a run game. You didn't have an offensive line. You didn't have receivers that can get open. Well, what the hell are you supposed to expect from a guy who's playing in the NFL for the first time in his life? It's hard. So I, I guess all of that to say is that I don't friggin' know. I don't know what these quarterbacks are, but they're talented, and let's let's let it play out. Joe Marino's going to take the field here. <laughs> He'll take every wow. other outcome versus that set of rankings. Yeah, Josh. any other outcome is more likely than the one you gave. This take from Josh. Zach Charbonnet will have a better statistical season than B. John Robinson. No. What's the path here? Like, wait a minute. I, I, I'm willing to entertain this a little bit more than, than Kyle, it sounds like. Yeah. John no, Robinson's I, special, right? Like, I, I he's a, a an unbelievable talent. But Texas has got some options, right, with, with some of the receivers they have, tight ends, run, running backs as well, where UCLA is going to really lean into Zach. I could see him being a more statistically productive player this year. Yeah, I think the passing game for Texas also sets the table for mm-hmm. – Versus, you know, UCLA is their run first at their heart and core. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't think it's an outlandish take, but just my love of Bijan Robinson as a player is is never going to allow me to have the even keel reaction first. You've you've fallen hard this summer for some guys, man. It's been, I like I like good players. Excuse you know, me, including, you know. QB, including QB one. You know, hold on, chill now. out, chill out. We're not that next week. Chris next Next week week. next week next week this take from Ryan McNichols take 
Oh, and this is his first take. First ever take. So appreciate oh, the take, Brian. We'll be gentle. The 2022 Maybe. second Maybe. round wide receivers. The 2022 second round wide receivers. Got it. Will outproduce the 2021 second round receivers. And the 2021 second round receivers are Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore, Terrace Marshall, Dwayne Eskridge, and Tutu Awa. Don't like that group. I like Elijah Moore. I was yeah, say, there's, only one, there's one guy that's going to carry the baton for that group. Like so many of those receivers were like the guys that I like Tutu Atwell and Dwayne Eskridge. I was out on those, those guys like for the whole process. I was floored when they were second round picks. Rondell might have a role because Hopkins is going to be out for six right, weeks. And Terrence Marshall, maybe like there's still there's still a lot to learn here. But like well, those two Eskridge and Atwell bring that down. Like I, I'm I fearful that they're never going to be meaningful players. in the league. Hold, hold the phone here. Because okay. we got to look at this year's. That's right, a great right. point. I, I, I've, that. I've got this year's readily available. I know Wondell Robinson is going to be one of them. That's hold, on. hold on, right, Joe. Go, hold on, Joe. Go ahead. Show before the show. Chris, Christian Watson, thirty fourth right? overall. He's hurt. Already had knee surgery. Wondell Robinson, forty third <laughs> overall. That ain't happening. John Mechie, who was recently diagnosed mm. with leukemia, and like really sad news. Sounds like he's got a great energy about it. Doesn't sound like he's going to play football this year. He was 44th overall. Tyquan Thornton. Brother. Who's probably, who's probably wide receiver four on the Patriots at best right now. And that's at best, not including the backs and the tight ends. Uh, you have George Pickens. Okay, okay. <laughs> Alec Pierce, 53. Okay, okay. And Sky Moore, 54. Okay, okay. You know, it, this, you know what this feels like? How, how much did have I talked about on this podcast over the last year? Like how kind it's been for NFL teams to find those day two receivers, right? Like there's been so many good examples lately of that, that being a thing, whether it's DK or AJ Brown or Debo or, you know, there's Terry McLaurin. Are you going to backtrack and, and no, I'm not going to backtrack, but, sh- but surely the NFL has kind of forced this a little bit by some of these guys that we're seeing getting drafted so high, right? Kind of searching for that. Joe, you know what you're not searching for? A new speaker? Yeah. A new sound bar? Hell no, because I got the best one in the business right there in the living room, the Sonos Ray. Check this thing out. Super easy to set out and it's set up, and it sounds awesome. You booming bass. It's crystal clear. Great for podcasts, of course, movies, video games, sports, and it, it just puts you in control of your entertainment. I absolutely love using this thing. I'm playing it all the time. Get one for yourself. Check them out. Sonos.com to shop for Ray now. Don't let a bad day, stress, or anxiety derail situations when opportunity knocks. Our friends at Blue Chew are here to help. A unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis and chewable form to help men combat all forms of ED. Because Blue Chew is an online prescription service, there's no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no standing in line at the pharmacy. Everything is shipped discreetly and directly to your front door. Just meet with one of their licensed medical providers to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Here's the deal. You can try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code BELIEVE at checkout. Just pay $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your first month free. Take from Braden in the Discord. Chiefs new signee Carlos Dunlap will leave Kansas City in sacks in 2022. George Karloftis will finish second. Why, why does he hate Chris 
Chris it's, Jones. It's a great what, question, Joe. What's up, Raiden? Question. I thought you were a Chiefs fan. What's going on? Chris Jones, is he is he does he retire? Did you not like him? What's the deal here? I just want to get a historical context here. I just want to look at last year's numbers. Uh, last year's leading sack artist on the Chiefs was Chris Jones with nine. Number two was Frank Clark with four and a half. Derek Nottie and Mike Dana each had three. The previous year in 2020, and I will go no, ba- no further back than that, the leading sack artist on the Chiefs was Chris Jones with seven and a half. Frank Clark second with six. Alex Okafor with three. Mike Dana with two and a half. Chris Jones is a um, pretty firm stake to be made here. And I will at least third. Braden says he's going to be third, at least third. Third. No, not even top two. Just third. He said Carl Loftus is out sacking him in year one. In year I one. I don't think so. I don't out. think so. I'm all the way out on this take. Now, I know we just did the full game by game predictions that have set up our draft order for the first <laughs> mock draft. But our Norwood six in the discord says take Miami and Buffalo both end the season at 13 and four, five and one in the division, splitting the home and home. And then division winner is determined by points. The f- I, I, I'll, I'll just do it for the show. We'll take the field on that one. Well, yeah, but also it, that's not the first tiebreaker. The next tiebreaker is um, common, opponents, common opponents. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then conference record and. You got to get got to get so far down the pipe. Never mind. Like, I love my Dolphins. Thirteen <laughs> wins. Hashtag fins up. Thirteen wins. I'll believe went it. right. A lot went right. Hold on. Thirteen and I'm a, four. I'm a big historical context guy today. <laughs> Let me tell you the last time the Dolphins won thirteen games. Any guesses? Nineteen. It's got to be before. It's before I was born. Now it's before I was born. Uh, Dan Marino's MVP season, 1984. Oh, before I was born. The Dolphins won. Uh, who can tell me the amount of times in the regular season the Dolphins have won 13 games? Regular three, season. Three times. Oh, I'll say seven or eight. Man, they were so good in the 70s. They, they like The Miami Dolphins in the 70s like set the tone for the NFL for the Joe, next 30 years. Don't forget, you only played 14 regular season games. Oh, that's pro- that's that's a problem. Okay, three. I'll go, with, I'll go with five. Two. Damn. 72 when they win undefeated and Never won a lost. Super Bowl. In 1984, Dan Marino's MVP season, uh, which they had 513 points scored and 298 so, points okay. allowed. Okay, so let's, let's contextualize this. So the, our Norwood is saying that the Dolphins, no offense, Kyle, with Tua as their quarterback and a first-year head His, coach are going to match the undefeated season that's never been beaten. Don Shula and Dan Marino. That's like disrespectful. Just not happening. Just not happening. <laughs> right. Can, can we just project 11? And it's fine to be can a very we just, successful Can we just season. say 11, which would be the second time since 2001 that you want 11? Give me 11 wins, and I'm, I'm cool. I'm good be great go ahead let's take from andrew take this is a deep running back draft class but the second best yes. running back in the country behind Bijan isn't even draft eligible braylon allen from wisconsin would be rb2 in this class mm. and he doesn't turn 19 until january he's good he's a stud who's why who's Anderson's good too who has wisconsin this year game time okay Dane. that's got to ask 
Damien about him? I mean, Jameer Gibbs is really good. Uh, <laughs> Zach Evans is really talented. Hey, I don't think this player's RB2, um, but Jalen Knighton from Miami, who I did for today, is a pretty electric player. He's a lot of fun. Oh, uh, can I do some cross promotion about a running back? Please do. Yeah, talk about Deuce Vaughn, my guy. The, ta- the talent factor had Kansas State running back Deuce Vaughn on the show yesterday. A fantastic interview. What a what a great young man. A great conversation that the guys had with him that I had the opportunity to produce and just listen in on. And uh, if you have not gotten a chance to listen to that podcast, highly recommend uh, listening to these interviews. Honestly, because the interviews that Talent Factor is going to do, the, the interviews that we're going to do here on this show, gives you a, a look into the person, not just the football player. And I think that's important when we talk about this process. And so they're very valuable in that regard. And, and Deuce couldn't have been more gracious with his time and, and the guys had a good time with him. So highly recommend checking that out. Now I'm I'm going to get another take here. Now I'm, I'm, I'm opening the vault. There were some takes that we haven't gotten to over the last couple of weeks that I have felt worthy enough to keep around for, for cases like this, where if I need some more takes and listen, Holyoke's real football talk. I, I see your, I see your takes. We, sometimes we don't get to them all, but I see all the takes that you send me. So I have one that I'm going to read for the guys. This is a bit of a tweet thread. So just bear with me here. Okay. Lord with people from such services claiming analytics or codified tape. We have to acknowledge that whenever we're looking at player grades, they're always based on what people typically less qualified than the analysts who ultimately use them as some form of evidence judge players as, even if it were a simple zero or one system, it's based on what those people perceive a play to be without assurance. If they understand the schematic buildup and roles of individual players, therefore, no matter how much the process is being optimized, it is still based on a predefined parameters with human error from people who may not have a truly advanced understanding of the game since those are largely entry jobs. So analytics can never replace. And then he tweeted at our friend grinding the tape. So a little analytics conversation here from Julio's real football talk that I thought was interesting. I think there will be human. There will be a human error element. Anytime you are assessing film, whether that is arbitrarily assigning a grade, whether that is grading traits 10 to zero, like we do, whether that is um, how what pro football focus used to have the minus two to plus two on every given play. Right. Mm -hmm. I actually like that, that scoring model for them quite a bit. I, I enjoyed that component of like the weight of plays and exceptional plays versus, you know, your, your standard execution on any given play. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there, there's the human element is going to be impossible to ignore. And I think anything that doesn't have a human element can't possibly encapsulate the context that's required in the game of football. So well, it's this this never ending quest to find whatever is going to give you the finite answer. But there is no finite answer because there's so many layers involved with the game. I have a pick your poison. Little, little, let's make a deal. I'll give you three doors, okay? Okay. Tell last week sent in three takes that I wanted to get to that we didn't get to. Take one, take about Marshall Falk. Take two, I take about Warren Moon. Take three, I take about quarterback you. Which one would you like? They all sound good to me. Take one. Warren Moon. Take. Warren Moon was a better quarterback than John Elway. 
Their career stats are almost identical. Elway had more help from skill position players throughout the 90s. Elway only has the Super Bowl over him because TD carried the team and Moon didn't play a snap in the NFL until he was almost 28 years old. I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that at all. I think Warren Moon is a better passer. Than John Elway. Right, because John John Elway, so much of John Elway's appeal was what he could do with his legs and extending plays. And I mean, Warren Moon finished his career in 208 games with uh, 1,700 rushing yards. He never had more than 268 yards rushing in a season, never had more than, or he only had more than 200 rushing yards three times across his entire career, which was 17 years. So, I think if you look at their ability to play the quarterback position and what has historically defined success at that position, which is winning from within the pocket, I think Warren, you can make a very strong case that Warren Moon was a better quarterback than John Elway. Well, and, and just think about his impact on pro football with the run and shoot offense that the Oilers ran back in the 90s. Like that was that was ahead of its time, right? Like that was a really interesting adaptation and a type of offense that forced defenses to like figure out how to play differently, right. And get out of their base packages. And so like, I have a big appreciation for, for that stamp on NFL history and football history in general. How, how does Warren moon in 1990 pass for 4,700 yards and 33 touchdowns average 312 <laughs> yards per game and finish third in the MVP voting. And second team all pro. Oh, how does this happen? Let's look at the voting that year. Nine, uh, Joe Montana, who had a thousand less passing yards and eight less, it, it, draft dudes do math, seven less touchdown passes with three more interceptions. Kyle, explain it to me. I played for the 49ers and they won a bunch of games that year. So, I mean, obviously, the West Coast offense, Bill Walsh, Joe Montana also put their stamp on NFL history and football history. But how does Randall Cunningham have more votes that year than Warren Moon? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because the 49ers went 14 and 1 in 15 starts for Joe Montana that year. Bro, we need to campaign hard for Mr. Moon. And oh, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but what happened in San Francisco when Joe Montana left? He kept winning. Oh yeah, you do. You only had but another Hall of Famer behind him in Steve he, Young. He took the so, Chiefs to so the take, AFC take Championship, the Oilers though, and and take Warren Moon off the roster and let me know how oh, good the team right. was. That's a good, good counterpoint. Good counterpoint. Put some respect on Warren Moon. Steve Young literally took over and went fourteen and two, ten and six, and thirteen and three, and then eight and three and eleven starts nine and three, twelve and three. I'm beside myself motion to get Warren moon retroactively installed as the MVP for 1990 <laughs> second. That might be a bit of a heavy lift, but you could, you can work on it. If Let's you like <laughs> start the campaign, please. Like, I think if you take like Warren moons, like CFL stats and his NFL stats, there's like nobody that can touch him. Right. 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 So Warren, uh, big, big stand of Warren moon here. Draft dudes who knew, um, Maybe we can get Warren Moon on the pot as our next draft dudes alumni. Oh, okay. Easy. We're working on some stuff behind the scenes to get some I'm people just on the pot. I, it's okay. I'm just brainstorm. 
I'm just throwing it out there. If you don't like it, you can throw it back. Um, we're going like to get some some quarterbacks on the show that are not Warren Moon, but okay, we'll work on it. <laughs> get the work, Chris. I'm working right, on well, it. That's, that's going to do it for us here. We hope you guys are enjoying uh, the Draft Dudes programming. Obviously, training camps are open. We have padded practices next week on Tuesday. Uh, some of us may or may not be going to camps next week and the week after, Joe. Um, so you'll just have to tune in and find out what that means for, for us and our coverage ability and, and what we're going to be able to bring you that's unique. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert, make it a great weekend. Thanks for listening, Draft Dudes. Thanks to our friends at Battle Line for their continued support of the show. Talk to you on Monday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.